0: Welcome back to Season 2 of The Protectors. I love saying Season 2. 100 and some odd episodes in. I am so excited to just keep on the show. Started out audio, um, and now I'm actually in video with really cool people. Uh, I've got Bill retired Navy seal badass now with video you can see he's all added up and he's ready to go so uh bill what's going on man how you doing Hey how you doing man Thanks for having me no problem man At least now I could describe you like like we're sitting in person here like so bill Navy seal decades retired how's that like man
1: uh they get they get their money out of you I'll tell you yes. what <laughs> I mean, they're, they're gonna get their pound of flesh. Uh, it was pretty cool, though. You know, it was pretty cool. Uh, I came in in, in 1992, and the uh, yeah, deal man. when I came in was, like, if you you go do your A school and then you obligate for six years and we'll send you straight to SEAL training. And uh, <laughs> I got in and spent about 10 years and just, like, spent 10 years in the team's, like, just getting ready to go but not really doing anything. And then the last half was uh, when things picked up, and uh, I stayed busy, busy, busy. In so,
0: the 90s, all you guys had was, like, Marcinko books.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And – uh yeah. Navy SEALs with Charlie Sheen.
1: Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, dude. I knew. Um, I knew a couple guys that were in that. There was uh, there was an older dude that uh, was like helping him out when he does like that dive down the tower situation. Like, yeah. Teaching him how to do breath holds and I mm-hmm. don't teach somebody how to hold their breath. I don't know, but uh, worked with him on that. And then the guy, you won't believe this, the guy that plays the um, the the intel officer in that movie is a guy that was the uh, the commanding officer of the detachment out in Guam for a while. So we got out there and we're like, "Hey, sir, can I have your <laughs> autograph." You know, it was a good time.
0: Awesome, man. I uh, I'm excited to talk to you. You guys are doing such good things. I shouldn't say good. You're doing great things. You're working with um, professional teams, and then you're also working with like just colleges, like Rutgers. I got I love Rutgers. I'm from Jersey originally, so oh yeah, uh, yeah, man, Rutgers. <laughs> but you know you guys get out of the service you're looking for a new mission um, obviously you guys all must have worked together.
1: Yeah uh, like some of us have been together um, before, I mean before we even knew that we were going to be doing this so uh, one of the other co-founders Mark Walker he's a yeah. special boat team guy and he and I were in kuwait at the same time and we were there for the for the initial kickoff on the iraq mm-hmm. invasion so he went in on the boats and i went in on the helos but we didn't really hang out like i knew him like that's mark you know but we didn't know you know that we would be working together later and uh then we uh we were all in an office so like we did you know the iraq thing i did the afghanistan thing and then worked out of asia and uh then i was wrapping up my career and it put me in an office called uh, recruiting director and it lock you into suffering you know to do this job but, but you're more like a commercial so like they yeah. send us to uh high schools and colleges and whatnot. And uh, you, you talked to them a little bit about like, this is what the teams are about. College coaches were loving it. So there was a few times they'd bring the teams out to us, you know, like they're going to play in yeah. San Diego. They're going to play in LA and they would come to us at the training center. And we give them a little talk and, you know, give a little workout. No big deal. And um, then we had a pro team call and I can't say which, but we had a pro team call the office and uh, they said, Hey, you guys, if you come up here and kind of do that thing, we heard good things. And we're like, well, no, the Navy's got not going to let us come up there. Cause who's going to leave that job for this crummy job, you know? Yeah. So there's no way. But uh, Mark, uh, Mark Walker, you know, my, my partner actually you know, came up with the idea. And he says, well, Hey, what do you think if after we retire, if we start doing this and I'm not a proper businessman, what do I know about running a business? You know, I'm like, yeah, let's yeah. do some logs. We'll do it this weekend. You know, he's like, no, like an actual business, you know, stupid. <laughs> but, um, so we started putting our curriculum together and, you know, how we were going to do things. And um, for a while, I mean, we did, like, a couple San Diego area, uh, like, high schools and, and colleges and stuff, like, just for free. Like, hey, man, yeah. like, you know us. We, you, we did the thing with you. Can we do this and maybe get a couple pictures? And they're like, yeah, sure. And uh, that was, uh, I want to say, like, 2011, 2012. And now we're two trips to the Super Bowl deep <laughs> and um, worked in every major sport. So it uh, worked know,
0: out. That, welcome to the world of post-military. And I love to tell people that they have to do more than just saying, okay, I was this, I was that. Yeah. You really need to build your brand. <laughs> you really need to yeah. learn out what the hell you're going to do. And by you guys going to like, these small schools and stuff saying, hey, it's free. It's lessons learned, man. This is a military oh, yeah. decision process, making process 101.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's, I think that's something that, that you kind of pick up in the military, especially, you know, when, when it's people's lives on the line, man, like you need to know what's going to work. Right. So going and doing this, you know, for free a couple of times now we can look and say, Mm -hmm. all right, well, the point I was making there didn't really come across, or maybe I need to rephrase the way I deliver this and, and kind of hone your, hone your skill, hone your delivery.
0: Yeah. It's, what is it like? And that's one of the questions I had for you guys. And you are the representative tonight, so you're going to have to answer everything as the group.
1: But transitioning,
0: yeah, you're going to do your best, man. I know it. I know it. Um, And just so everybody knows out there, we did a lot of pre-chatting, and uh, it's really cool to actually get to know guests beforehand, because then you can kind of bust each other. But uh, (laughs) the bridging that military to civilian gap, you can't just go in there because, you know, when you're an NCO or, you know, you're an officer or whatever, you can go in there and just really bust people's chops and say, okay, you're doing this. But you, you almost have to like kind of like be a helicopter parent with this new crew. What's that like to kind of transition from military leadership development and training cadre to this?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, well, I was a, I was a SEAL instructor for like three years and, you know, that was at about the 10-year point, and, you know, you kind of mm-hmm. get to a point with other team guys where, you know, if you're telling them to do something, you can be like, hey, go do this or I'm going to smash all your fingers, and, mm-hmm. and it gets done, and that works fine. Uh, regular people don't like that, you know? So, uh, I kind of lucked out in that um, after I did my more operational deployments, I shifted over to the Intel side. So, I was working with uh, three-letter agencies out of yeah. uh, embassy in Southeast Asia. And I got a chance to interact with, you know, the state department types and, you know, some of these government employee types where you kind of have to tailor your delivery a little bit. And now you're talking with regular people about, uh-huh. you know, not not team guy things. So that was kind of a good first step. And then uh, then uh, doing grad school, I got into, you know, because I was talking to, while well, I was in uh, Iraq, I spent a lot of time talking to to informants, you know, people that want to walk in yeah. and tell you you know, Hey, there's a guy digging a hole in the road up here. You want to take a look, you know? So from that work got me into the, uh, into the psychology realm. And, uh, you know, between that and grad school, you know, when I got out, I was almost, I almost talked like too nice of a guy, you know? So I go talk to clients, you know, I go talk to like executives and I'm trying to give them like the, the most academic, straightforward, professional answer I can. And they're kind of like, all right, cool. Thanks, I guess. And we've heard this. They don't want, that's not why we hired you, man. Like come in here and tell me a drinking and fighting story and then tell me how to be a better leader. You know, Mm -hmm. that's, so that's kind of like it said, walking that fine line, giving them enough of what they want, but not telling them some of the more ugly truths about, you know, being a team guy. So it's, but it's, it's good though, man. And it's a process like anything,
0: you know, I, I always like, I, I've, I've had so many seals on the show. I've had so many spec ops guys. I've had so many military LEOs and everything, but there's that, that, that brotherhood, man. And I would say brotherhood, sisterhood. It's all the same thing, man. But that is what I think a lot of the civilian people want. They want that. They want to hear the team guy stories. They want to know that maybe they'll fit in or maybe they'll be able to make their own stories. And by doing these yeah. like leadership courses and stuff like that and like making them like embrace the suck – you're building that team up man
1: yeah yeah and I mean that's that's something that we we try to convey and I mean like so many things you know you can't you can't tell somebody once you know especially things like this uh, things that might contradict things they've been told their whole life um, mm-hmm. it ain't a t-shirt man it ain't a t-shirt it ain't a toast it ain't a one-hour class it's nope. something you got to find and build and live yeah. uh, so when people, you know, like when people say, and you know this, when people say, what do you miss most? I miss my friends, you know, yeah, I miss absolutely. lying about how the rental car got busted up. I miss, you know, all that kind of thing, you know, with the boys and yeah. uh, trying to convey that to, to, to the clients, you know, is like, you know, there's, there's a lot we can talk about, but at the end of the day, I'm leaving. You've got to build your own culture here. Yeah. And we've got clients that have done that. You know, we've got uh We've got a a construction company that we've worked with for, I think, I think we're coming up on 10 years this next time around. And uh, when we started with them, uh, the deal was that a construction company was over a hundred years old, being bought out by another construction company that was over a hundred years old. So there were some, you know, there were feelings. Mm -hmm. And uh, so there was a lot of sorting things out and patching some things up, you know, during our first year or two. But now it's like, this is uh, this is a place where, um, I mean, one of the big, and I didn't know this because I never worked in construction, but one of the big uh, costs with, with a company like this is when they're losing people because they work yeah. a huge project, you know, like a stadium or a hospital mm-hmm. and then everybody takes off. They're like, okay, I'm going to get a different gig. I'm going to another job because I got this yeah. on my resume, you know, but they're not doing that. They're staying there because of the culture they've got now, you know, and, and we flatter ourselves that we contributed a little something to that. So, so that's nice.
0: Let me tell you something right now. One of the biggest things, and you and I were talking a bit before about LinkedIn and uh, recruiters and a company losing employees or hemorrhaging employees. They have to reach out to the monsters.com, the indeed these places that have to hire new employees. And I, you know, I'm a fed. I've been a fed for a long time. Um, (laughs) Long time. Holy shit, I'm about to retire in a couple of years. But the thing is, so you can go and hire a new employee. But if you get rid of an employees that been there like for five, six, ten years or more, you can't replace that employee overnight and you're not gonna. Yeah. But yeah. if you have a good employee, and you know what? A lot of times those employees that are leaving, the ones that leave after five or seven years, are very proactive, very high speed, very I want 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 to do this. Uh, but the manager or the leader doesn't, well, I'm not even gonna say leader, the manager, because if a leader will understand the leader will be like, okay, I mean, well, the manager will be like, okay, well you go, we'll find someone new. Yeah. The leader will say, no, we're going to develop you and we're going to make you even more part of the team because you can't replace it, man. And you know, just as well as I do, it's the same way in the military. Oh yeah. You know, that's why you see junior grade officers and uh, company grade officers leaving. That's why you see E fives, E sixes leaving. Because some of the jackasses that get promoted really shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's that's part of the thing. I mean, in in the military and definitely in the in the civilian world, corporate world, is you you gotta you gotta have something for the people. I mean, yeah. It's not a small world. You're not gonna be working at the one blacksmith shop in town, man. You can move to the other side of the country. If it suits you, you know, to take a job. So a company's got to be able to offer, like, you know, somebody's like, "Hey, I don't feel like I'm fulfilling, you know, as much as I could do. Yeah. So better come up with something because you don't want to have to replace this person."
0: Team building is like it's so easy too. Like when you really get down to the bare bones of it, it's just giving shit about your employees and saying, "Okay, we're going to do yeah. something." Yeah. And yeah, we'll, just
1: give a shit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's really just say, um, hey, you know what. We really do, but you know, bring the team guys in. Bring a good crew. You can't just be. Oh, I'm a team guy. Whatever. No, yeah. I'm a special boat crew. Whatever. Because um, we all know that some people make it through, and some people do this, regardless of what branch you're in or what specialty you learn. Yeah. You have to have the right crew. You guys have proven. Yeah. That.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, when we do a gig, I mean, when we work with, uh, like, when we work with a pro football team, I mean, we can have, we can have. 15, 20 people out there but you know you got to pick your guys because i mean the world needs 60 gunners you know i need somebody that can carry big stuff uphill yeah. but i don't know that i want that guy talking to the head coach of a football team so you know the, the guys that we that we bring out and there's there's a lot of guys great guys that i've talked to they're like hey man can i come with i'm like yes dude as soon as i as soon as i have a gig and i have space i'll bring you i want to bring you yeah um but the guys that we bring, we do try to bring, like, okay, let's – even down to the team, like, let's bring guys that are going to fit with the personalities that are at this team. You know, and that's that's not always easy. But, um, but I mean, making the effort does pay off, you know, as with anything.
0: And I'm sure every contract you guys get is almost like a deployment. You have to pick the right team. You got to do your mission planning. You got to get together for a few days and just kind of brainstorm. So, yeah, you need yeah. the right team, man.
1: yeah. So, and, and, you know, that's where uh, that's kind of where the experience comes in. Cause you know where the hiccups are going to be, you know, I mean, for, uh, well, hopefully nobody's listening to this between me and you Nobody and the five listen people listening. Right. Um, something Poor. that we'll see is like the, the first day we'll show up, we'll say, Hey man, everybody needs to look the same. You know, we'll tell the coaches to just tell them that yeah. one of the things that drove me nuts, drove me nuts. The first, the very first pro gig we ever did uh, was with a baseball team and I mean, I'm just now coming out of the teams and I'm like, dude, I'm just a dumb team guy, man. I mean, you know, you get to one of these facilities and if, if you know, if you haven't seen a pro facility,
0: oh my gosh, you gotta yeah. see it,
1: you know, cause when you're used to being like at the teams and it's like a, a, you know, a plywood shack and there's some rusty weights in there, like go get a workout. You know, what, what else do you want? You know, but you see a pro facility and there's like a team of masseuses there and there's yeah. snacks around every corner and you know, we pull into this facility and uh, we go out there where the team is practicing and they're wrapping up practice. And I'm kind of like, man, I'm, I'll do my best, you know, but I'm a fraud, dude. I don't, what am I going to tell these guys? And they're wrapping up and the, and the head coach goes up to, he's going up to individual players, like new guys that aren't even, aren't even, you know, like signed big name dudes, like mm-hmm. guys that are just, just starting out with a set of shorts and a t-shirt. And he's like, hey man, this is, this is what you're wearing tomorrow. Hey man, this is what you're wearing tomorrow. Hey man. And I'm like, nope, dude, you know, like what's going on around here? You know, your problem is obvious. (laughs) Yes. So, uh, you know, it's just things (laughs) like that where you're like, I can make some changes here immediately.
0: Oh Uh, man. And you know, so, I mean, that was kind of, I never thought about it that way, man. It's like, here's a whiteboard. Here's a uniform of the day tomorrow. It's like,
1: yeah. Yeah. But I mean, and especially in athletics, you know, we're like, you know, in the pros, where the difference between champion and even last place is like that much, you know, yeah, tenths of a second is is the only real difference. Everybody's running the same program. You just got to find that small advantage. And if you're going to waste time walking around showing one guy oh a teacher, go, coach, yeah. delegate, help me help you, you know. um, well, yeah, I mean, that, was, that was kind of the, one of the first lessons learned. I can't remember what you had asked initially that got me off. I didn't even right.
0: care, man. But delegate's my favorite word in the whole world. Because if oh, yeah. you're not yeah. delegating, if you're not a senior leader, a junior leader, or any leader, and you don't delegate because well, ah, it's like embrace. It's not just embracing the suck. What you're doing is you're taking that and you're embracing. Like that's when teammates, they police each other. That's when you find out who the leaders are. So when they show up the next day and they're not in uniform, they're all gigged up and you're, and the other teammates are going, dude, fix your shit. You're going to find out how the leaders are, man. Yeah. Why is it so hard? Yeah. <laughs> it's so yeah. easy, you know, man. And uh,
1: yeah. But I mean, that's one of the, one of the first lessons. Though. I, yeah, I remember what we were talking about now is that's one of the first lessons that we start hitting guys on is, uh is we'll say, Hey, everybody needs to show up here look same at, yeah you know, whatever, zero six. Yeah. And just tell them that that's all you need to tell them because that's all you should have to tell them. Mm-hmm. So we'll walk out there and sure enough, there'll be guys that are, you know, some guys will look the same and then there'll be a couple that are like wrong socks, wrong shirt. Yeah. We're like, what's going on? You know, we'll get like the team captain or a senior guy like, Hey man, what's going on? well, I don't know what those guys are doing. I mean, I'm right. And the guys, uh-huh. you, know, you know, I'm, you know, the defensive backs, uh, we're right. So, you know, why are you coming to me? Like, all right. So you knew what to do. If that's the only guy that's wrong, then whose fault is this? His fault? Wrong. It's your fault. And then like, wow, this is this my fault. And then the lights start coming on. Like, yeah, you see that? You're responsible for that guy.
0: Uh-huh. And
1: then, then, then we see some team building happening.
0: Oh man, this sounds like an awesome group, man. I love it. And I've been I've been trying to get you guys on the podcast for a while now. I can't remember who introduced us. Uh maybe it was Eli or someone like that. But uh
1: Yeah, man. I can't remember. I'd asked Mark and um
0: It was either um yeah,
1: talk to somebody, but yeah, and we had heard of you know, I I'd heard of your podcast.
0: It's a protectress, bro. Who hasn't heard? Look, I got a big logo back there. <laughs> Who hasn't? Who hasn't heard I've of this? heard of this? Yeah, right.
1: Logo?
0: At least four people. You know, we're gonna get the five five listeners tonight, man. We have uh, two in Australia, one in Germany, and and uh, a couple over <laughs> yeah. here in the states, man. Come
1: on, five! Come on, five!
0: <laughs> Someday, man. Oh uh, man! Nice. What else? nice. I got international I got, reach. What else do I have here? Um, yeah, man. What I do is uh, I take notes back in the day when I first started this podcast, I just do interview and interrogation one-on-one and just interrogate you. But yeah, man, you guys are doing great things. And I really dig the company, (laughs) you know?
1: Yeah. It's, it's been a real good time, man. Um, I mean, I've, I've met people and been to spots that I, I would never have imagined. I mean, I never really imagined I would be, working around pro sports or around major yeah. corporations or anything. But I'll tell you what, uh, what's kind of cool is that like the more you do it, the better you get with it because, and I, I tell the clients this too, like every place that I go, I'm stealing something. Yeah. Like, every time I hear <laughs> a good idea, uh, you know, a, a quality way of doing things or even like a way that they present an idea that we already present, but like, you know, you're saying it better than I'm saying it. I'm stealing that from you. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, like Eric Spolster, the head coach of uh, the Miami Heat, he has a saying that there is no job that's not your job. So if you walk by and the trash is full, guess what? That's your job. Yeah. No job that's not your job. And I'm like, hey, man, I'm, I'm stealing that from you. I hope you don't mind.
0: <laughs> by the way, I'm stealing that right now. I'm like right now my little so, yellow yeah, legal I pad. I say that
1: to clients today, though.
0: I love it, man. I Do it. <laughs> do it. Just do it. Do it. Yeah, man. Do it. I love it, man. Well, brother, I appreciate you guys coming on. I don't, I'm going to put that clip in there too. We're going to have, do it, do
1: it. Yeah, man. Good to be here.
0: Yeah, man. Let's chat again. Let's have you guys on a show. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Get the trash. Do it. Do it. Yeah, brother. Hit me up.
0: Definitely, brother. Thanks for coming on, man.
1: (laughs) All right. I'll talk to you.